Coming up on HIGMT, Tesla crushes expectations even without their Model S and Model X, lots of updates to the Tesla Semi and Cybertruck, Gigafactory Berlin gets larger even before production starts, and Tesla ramps up their hiring efforts in Austin, Texas. Welcome to How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of Indeterminate Life for Saturday, April 3rd, 2021, episode 36 in Ottawa, Ontario. I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. This just in from InsideEVs.com and CNET.com. Tesla beat expectations and announced this week that it produced a record 180,338 vehicles while delivering 184,800 vehicles for the first quarter of 2021. Now, it should be noted that production numbers do not include any of the Model S or Model Xs as Tesla shut down production in December to permit retooling of the product lines for both refreshed vehicles. Tesla has recently finished up updating these production lines and is expecting to start production on the Model S and Model X in the second quarter of 2021. The record quarter was based solely on the production and delivery of the Model 3 and Model Y. Frito-Lay recently announced that its transition from diesel-powered vehicles at its Modesto manufacturing plant in California is almost complete. Nearly 60 pieces of equipment have been transitioned to either all-electric or natural gas with renewable attributes. There is one key piece that is missing, and that is the 15 Tesla semis that were ordered in 2019. Frito-Lay recently announced that they expect to have the 15 Tesla semis delivered and operational by the end of 2021, and this makes the first time frame for the rollout of the Tesla Semi, no word yet on the expected range of these vehicles. Elon recently mentioned on Twitter that Tesla is too cell-constrained right now, and when asked about the Semi program and how it was going, Elon also mentioned that the supply of the needed 4680 cells are looking better for 2022, and this counters what Frito-Lay and PepsiCo have mentioned earlier this past week, indicating that the first deliveries of the Tesla Semi would be occurring in late 2021. Maybe Tesla has just enough 4680 battery cells to get the first initial deliveries under their belt by the end of this year, but then again, maybe Elon might be downplaying the battery cell availability so that he can swoop in by the end of the fiscal year and start making deliveries in actuality, so I guess only time will tell. And Electric.co reports that Tesla is already poised to start production of a Tesla Semi from a 500,000 square foot facility near Gigafactory, Nevada. Production rate would be especially low, with having a goal of five electric trucks being produced each week. Although very low, this rate of production would give Tesla the needed experience before full-on production at Gigafactory Texas once construction wraps up in 2021. Also, with supplies needed for the 4680 cells being very much constrained, this might be the only production currently available for Tesla. And the Semi is not the only vehicle Tesla is looking to start limited production this year. According to multiple sources, the Tesla Cybertruck is to begin prototype production in April at their production facility in Fremont. Yes, actually this month. Uh, Once Gigafactory Texas is up and running, Tesla would move production from Fremont to Austin. The time frame for this move from Fremont to Austin would be towards the end of June, which means that Tesla is already getting a production line up and running at Fremont, possibly operational in the next few weeks. Again, this seems to be a copy of their semi-production strategy where Tesla would work out production issues at current facilities and move them over to Gigafactory Texas. With Tesla being pretty tight-lipped about the production plans for the needed 4680 cells for the Tesla Semi and Cybertruck, I wonder if we're going to see some major announcements in the upcoming shareholders report for Q1 of 2021. 
Morgan Stanley estimates that Tesla would be capable of producing 100,000 Cybertrucks by the end of 2025, which makes prospects for the over 700,000 orders quite bleak. According to the numbers in the Tesserati.com article, predicted forecasts of 1,000 units for 2021, 20,000 units for 2022, 50,000 units for 2023, and just over 100,000 units for 2025. Now, personally, I feel like these estimates are extremely low, almost uh, so low that I would suspect that Elon would find these production numbers almost unpalatable if we're actually true. Tesla still has a lot of work ahead of themselves with Gigafactory Texas. The expected output in Austin would mean that the current building under construction would be one of several buildings would be needed to meet the demand for the Model Y, the Cybertruck, and the Tesla Semi. I predict that the title of the world's largest battery production facility at Gigafactory Berlin will be very short-lived. I really think that a much larger building will be constructed within the 2,400 acres of land purchased by Tesla in 2020. Also, Morgan Stanley's numbers assume that only one Gigafactory will be producing Tesla Cybertrucks. And as I predicted in December of last year, I really do suspect that Tesla will be announcing an additional Gigafactory, possibly in the Detroit, Michigan area. With the introduction of Idra's 8,000-ton Gigapress a few weeks ago, Idra has provided us with an updated video explaining the requirement for such a press and what work was needed to bring the Gigapress into reality. Gigapresses from Idra are capable of injecting 100 kilograms of molten aluminum into the die-casting cavity in 60 to 100 milliseconds, which is actually really crazy fast. The hard work by Idra has placed themselves two years ahead of their competitors in the market, and they look forward to working with automobile manufacturers to help produce vehicles with a lower carbon footprint, reduce overall parts count while providing better quality parts. So I will link out to the Tesserati.com article in the show notes below. Elon Musk recently tweeted that Tesla will be looking to hire more than 10,000 people for Gigafactory Texas, and anyone with a high school diploma can apply, so there's no need for a college degree. Tesla is working with educational institution as well as the Texas Workforce Commission to find the very much needed staff. These 10,000 people will get Tesla through 2022, but more opportunities are expected once full-scale production of the Tesla Semi and Cybertruck come online. Additionally, Tesla will need even more employees past 2022 once production ramps up for the needed 4680 battery cells, not to mention any other product that Tesla might announce for the next few years. Tesla purchased over 2,400 acres of land in Austin, Texas, and the Gigafactory only occupies a very small portion of the land that is available for Tesla to do whatever it is that they want to do. Tesla has been given the green light to expand Gigafactory Berlin by an additional 200 acres, and this additional space is slated for storage purposes and offices for their engineering staff. One main hurdle for the overall development of the site was the removal of the forested area that existed prior to development. But thanks to Tesla's commitment to replant three times as many trees that were removed and the overall economic impact from the construction and operation of the Gigafactory, it appears that Tesla is one step closer to Model Y production this summer. More taxi companies in the U.S. are seeing the benefits of switching from traditional vehicles with internal combustion engines and even vehicles with a hybrid powertrain. More Model 3s are being outfitted for taxi service in cities such as New York City, Columbus, Ohio, and Madison, Wisconsin. Companies are looking to lessen their carbon footprint while having the benefits of less maintenance and downtime. The initial costs by purchasing the Model 3 are quickly offset by the eventual savings in fuel, so there's no word yet on the adoption of the Model Y as a taxi. It seems that most of the taxi fleets are purchasing the Tesla Model 3. So we might as well take a look at what is happening over at Gigafactory Texas, and thanks again to Jeff Roberts and Joe Tegmeyer for their daily drone footage. 
Exterior walls around the paint shop are starting to be framed in by using what appears to be metal studs, which is something that I was not really expecting. I thought Tesla would be wrapping the entire building with precast concrete wall sections, but it appears only to be the case in the stamping and casting plants. Progress is seen at the temporary switchyard where Tesla is about to connect to the nearby overhead primary hydro lines. One of the largest concrete hydro ducts I've ever seen in the construction industry is being built midway down the east side of the Megapad area and then back into the building. Damp proofing of the roof deck over the stamping plant is continuing and geotechnical investigations are underway in the extended area to the west of the Megapad area on the other side of Interstate 130. The main building assembly is progressing with structural steel components and the foundation preparation in the main battery cell area is progressing. And there are more Tesla branded bridge cranes that are being delivered on site this past week. Well, that should pretty much do it for episode 36. If you're looking to purchase a Tesla and you want 1,000 free supercharging miles, you can feel free to use my referral link in the show notes below or head on over to ts.la slash Matthew 40942. So far, I have to thank Chatty for using my referral program link. Uh, hashtag for this episode, let's try hashtag uh, Cyber June and the overall hashtag for my podcast is hashtag HIGMT and if you have any comments for me you can throw me an email at how I got my Tesla at gmail.com and I need to shout out my new patrons who support me at the V3 supercharging level so thanks to my brother Nick for your continued support as always you can watch my progress towards a Tesla of some sort by visiting how I got my Tesla.com and you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram by simply searching for how I got my Tesla so thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Cubby. Cubby.